Hello, Internet. This is Ewan Spence and the Insight Calling. Enjoy the summer, but don't forget about Eurovision. Coming up, a new queen on Spotify, more sign-ups for Eurovision, and some junior national final songs from the Netherlands. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. I hope you're all enjoying the off-season and uh, whatever diversions in life you are taking. Uh, Yeah, two weeks of news from the world of the Eurovision Song Contest and from Junior Eurovision. There's not a lot, but let's round it up anyway. But the big news, of course, is that there isn't any news yet about the host city for Eurovision 2023. You'll recall that the EBU have looked at the submissions from Ukrainian broadcaster UAPBC, and the answer is that's not going to happen for a multitude of reasons. Um, Some of them obvious, some of them not so obvious in terms of logistics and safety concerns and planning and everything else. So uh, we move on from that. And yes, the BBC have been invited to look at the potential, but that's it. There's no more. There's no official confirmation or anything. There's lots of people putting in applications to get funding from the councils to put together a bid. But until we get something absolutely solid and confirmed from the EBU, let's just keep it all nice and calm. Of course, with the United Kingdom finishing second, there is a feeling that it's it's almost sporting if the first if the winner can't do it for the silver medal to go there. Um, bringing that up, of course, was Ukraine's 2016 winner Jamala, who was performing at Glastonbury um, in the last fortnight, and said noted that the UK had came second in the competition and said if Ukraine is unwilling to host the event for whatever reason, it would be fair to hold it in one of your cities. Let's just wait and see. A little look back at Turin 2022. Uh, Obviously, the official website has still put together uh, up on YouTube all of the live-to-tape videos, the backups in the case a performer couldn't have made it onto the stage for whatever reason. Not all of them are up there, but you can still watch them over on the official channel, youtube.com slash Eurovision. The website itself is working backwards and documenting the entries of 2023. Well, they've done Ukraine, gold, they've done the United Kingdom, silver, and they've done Spain in bronze. I'm curious to see if the new team is going to be working down through the rest of the entries over the quiet summer months as we look forward to September the 1st and the official, unofficial start of the new season. Also, a nod here to Armenia's Rosa Lynn, who's taking over at the top of the Eurovision 2022 songs on Spotify. Counting the streams, Chanel Slowo has been the top song for some time, but since the June 22nd release of the remix of Snap, which was this year's entry, and June 22nd was the date that appeared on the wall, and the great thing is those remixes count as a download uh, onto the original title. So you have Snap, Snap Remix, if you listen to both, that's two listens. So you can add them all together, brings the song a little bit higher, takes the top spot. In terms of entry lists, uh, we have 20 for Eurovision 2023. We can add Belgium and France into the mix there. Uh, of course, just because you've entered doesn't mean you need to publicly announce it. So that entry list could be longer. We don't know. Uh, but at the moment, uh, we have 
Deep breath. Albania, Austria, Belgium, Cyprus, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Israel, Italy, Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Summer Hill, Serbia, Spain, Sweden, Ukraine, and the United Kingdom. All heading for May. In terms of Junior Eurovision, we can add Italy and Malta to our list. We've got uh, a dozen here. Armenia, Bulgaria, France, Georgia, Ireland, Italy, Malta, Netherlands, North Macedonia, Poland, Portugal, and Spain. Uh, in terms of news from Junior Eurovision, Iceland, who have been looking closely at Junior Eurovision um, over the last year, including a time delay broadcast of the show last year, have confirmed that they're not going to be entering the contest this year. But REV are still engaged as a delegation, keeping an eye on Junior Eurovision. Again, we may get the show broadcast. We'll keep an eye on that one when December rolls around. Yes, Italy has confirmed its entry, but there's a bit more than that as well. Junior Eurovision is moving up from those smaller channels such as REI Gulp uh, and heading to the main channel, RAI Uno, to bring more of the general public into the show. Given the high viewing figures for the adult contest that took place in Turin in May, that doesn't come as much of a surprise. I'd be interested to see if those numbers stay up high as well. And also, given the dates of Junior Eurovision, which is going to be on 11th of December, that's just before Sanremo Giovanni, which usually te- which televised last year in the middle of December. So there, there might be a sort of week of song contesting, as it were, uh, coming up on RAI Uno. We'll have to look at the scheduling as we get closer to that one. Uh, what else? Uh, Netherlands, lots of action. Junior Song Festival, the Dutch selection for Junior Eurovision, has selected its four entrants. Uh, there's a solo artist, Luna, an all-boy bi- all band group called High Five, an all-girl group called Infinity, and a mixed group called Mixed Up. Luna, of course, is performing as Luna, uh, but those band names are picked and put together from fans on Instagram and TikTok, just creating a little bit more engagement with the show we also have the first song uh, from the band infinity the old girl group will be singing never ever and you'll find it over on the youtube channel for the song festival we'll have a link to that in the notes as always for all the interesting things we talk about uh, in terms of the adult contest we've got a couple of bits and pieces of news there as well france has confirmed its entry um, it's also confirmed that it will be returning to its national final heats and triumphs will be taking place through to october and the televised national final will be uh, to quote the press release early in 2023 North Macedonia, like every delegation, uh, the North Macedonians have reviewed what went right, what went wrong, what threats are there to the entries, what and, and threats in a sort of organising way, uh, and what opportunities they are to take in Eurovision. And this has been a public exercise, and a final report uh, has been published and submitted by the broad, to the broadcasters board. It's been accepted by them as well. It highlights issues such as timetabling, uh, finance, delegation size, and a whole bundle of other issues that it believes needs to be addressed to find more success at the song contest for the country. September is mentioned as a time to have plans finalised. They don't need to be announced then. They just need to be finalised internally. But we may hear uh, more uh, when we come round to the ninth month. So we'll watch to see what comes out of that. Uh, lots of artists uh, have lots of post-Eurovision gigs. I just want to highlight another one from Sam Ryder, the United Kingdom entry, who sung the national anthem at the start of the British Grand Prix. Didn't miss out on the chance to meet F1 reporter Martin Brundle on his grid walk, but because Martin didn't recognise him. Uh, Martin did recognise Rylan at the corner of his eye, but didn't stop to speak to him, and then Sam wouldn't have got a cameo. 
Uh, Sweden, song submission dates for Melody Festival have been announced as well. The window is going to open on August the 26th and it will close on September the 16th. Uh, some considerations here as well. They are looking for Swedish citizens and residents. They can take part as lyricists or composers. Non-Swedish citizens or residents need to be accompanied in the team by a Swedish citizen or resident as well. Of the final 28 songs, 10 will be in the Swedish language. And of those 28 songs, at least half will have female composers or lyricists in the team. And we should have the artist announcements mid-December, maybe late November. We'll just keep an eye on that one. As for the songs, they, of course, debut on the night of the sh- each show. But we'll get a preview two days before, like a 30-second clip and then a two-minute clip before each of the live shows. We're expecting that first show, by the way, to be Saturday the 4th of February. And more than likely in Gothenburg. Okay, it's a summer month, so we're still mixing in news, chats, interviews, some interesting stuff from the archives. Last week on the podcast, uh, we got the interview that I did with Conchita back in 2014, before she took it to the stage at Amsterdam's Eurovision in concert, before going into the semi-finals and the grand final on the Eurovision island in Copenhagen, and of course, at that point, creating Eurovision Legends. A nice little sort of encapsulation of right before everything went boom. Chance to interview Kanshina, but also Tom as well. And that sort of liminal space in between the character and the performer. Uh, you can find that back at www.escinsight.com. You can listen online, or if you subscribe to the podcast, it's the podcast this one behind this one uh let's see next for the diaries well it's the summer go out enjoy yourself um un- unless you're in the summer hemisphere in which case wrap up well then go outside and enjoy yourself uh there's not much going on else in the world of the eurovision song contest but over the next two weeks i'm sure there will be and when there is we'll bring it all to you in the news pod then but for now thank you all very much for listening to all the friends out there stay safe and be kind to each other Take care of yourself in whatever way works for you. I'll see you in the next podcast. Ta-ra for now. Here's our guitars. The ESC Insight News Podcast this fortnight was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team from ESC Insight, www.escinsight.com and support us, patreon.com slash ESC Insight.